0: i gave you all i own put you on this throne but i'm a little stronger now what's up ego hackers welcome to the cs joseph podcast today's question how much space should i give an si inferior and this is obviously within the context of a relationship right how much space do you give an si inferior really comes down to uh, needs versus wants. The thing about introverted sensing is that you'll notice that when introverted sensors like complain and when they when they when they complain the most basically it's usually because not because their their choice is being taken away, because if they were an NI user they'd be complaining about the choice being taken away, their freedom being taken away. It's actually they're more complaining about how their needs are not being met. It's all about a lack of needs being met. And some SI users are far more sensitive than other people over time. But again, introverted sensors put way more value and way more um, emphasis on needs instead of wants. Whereas an NI user puts wants above needs basically. And it's especially apparent for introverted sensing inferiors as well as introverted sensing or introverted intuition or introverted intuition inferiors, NI inferiors. So you gotta remember like, if you're an NI inferior, for example, if you're an NI inferior and you're all about, you know, I'm gonna rage as quickly as I can. Anytime I perceive that my choice or my freedom is being taken away or reduced in some capacity or if other people are giving a, are being given a choice, but I myself am not being given a choice, so that's going to cause me to become angry, right? That's ultimately what that is. And it's so funny how we have all these NI users in anger management when it's just that x-ray sensing rage is natural because it's on cognitive access with introvert intuition, when introvert intuition perceives that its choice is being taken away, okay? So all those people in anger management probably actually should not be in anger management. What they should be in is choice management. So they can understand how to make more responsible choices so that when their choices are made, they do not cause negative fallout or consequences for other people, right? Then they wouldn't be in anger management. Conversely, the people closest to to these NI users in their life also need to be educated on choice management to always give these NI users choices. Do you want to go to bed now or do you want to go to bed in five minutes? See, they made the choice, right? That's all they want. They just want a choice You give it to them. Well, SI inferior, if you look at it from the lens of NI inferior, where you have max rage for any perceived, meaning that they can be indignant. Indignance uh, means that like, hey, If I am perceiving maltreatment, I'm going to react negatively to you, even though I didn't spend time verifying whether or not you were actually treating me poorly. I'm just going to judge you that you are because I perceive it that way and then take it out on you after the fact. That is indignance. Well, Si-inferior has the same problem. You really need to look at Si-inferior from the lens of just how sensitive Ni-inferior is because Ni-inferior, it's easy to see how sensitive it is because that extroverted sensing rage that comes out from messing with an Ni-inferior, it's so obvious, it's so overt. But with introverted sensing inferior, the hits that that inferior function take, but it comes out in terms of extroverted intuition, taking away choices later, basically, right? So like being married to Railgun, for example, You know, sometimes I'd stop on her ni inferior and then she'd respond with rage, right? Well, there are times when she would stomp on my SI inferior. And what would happen is, is that I would naturally take away choices from her. I would naturally take away freedom from her. Like for example, if I was going to go, if I was gonna go somewhere, instead of choosing to include her or giving her the option to go with me, I would just go by myself or I would choose somebody else that I know to go with me instead of her basically, right? That's what happened. And it literally turns into a a withdrawal of my attention and a withdrawal of me giving her the choice to be around me, basically, because I'm uncomfortable or because she's not meeting my needs within the context of this relationship, right? So I'm not going to be overt and then rage at her in response because I'm being made uncomfortable or my needs aren't being met or my needs are being overlooked or some what insert XYZ thing as an SI inferior, right? You know, space, space, having space in a relationship is just the same because an SI user perceives that they need space, right? In order for them to be able to have equilibrium within themselves so that they can be comfortable. If things are out of balance within themselves, if they feel out of equilibrium, then they're going to need space to do it. But another reason why they need space is if, for example, the SE user in their life, the SE user that they're closest to, you know, for example, uh, in my case, um, uh, that could be like coworkers, that could be close friends, girlfriends, uh, you, know, uh, you know, like it, it's, you know, women in my life, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like anyone could take on this role is my point. And if they're an expert at sensor, I just need to remember and be cognizant that like not everybody's an expert at sensor. So I can't expect or project onto other people that I expect them to be an expert at sensing and give me a good experience. Not everybody has that mental faculty or that capability. So I should like stop being a hypocrite and not be judgmental in the process. But here's the problem. Oftentimes, oftentimes like we aren't really even aware of why we say what we need and that we need it. It's still ultimately a need, right? And saying, and, and so oftentimes we say, or, or as an SI inferior, like oftentimes we say we need space. We make the claim that we need space, not because we need space, but it's because the experted sensor just is clueless in terms of how to make us more comfortable or how they can meet our needs. And it's especially hard, like, for example, like uh, if I'm SI inferior and uh, you know, but I'm also extroverted feeling child, it makes it really hard to have like relationships with Templar types, for example, close relationships with Templar types, because the Templar types often, they, they have a hard time keeping track because they don't have the extroverted thinking. They don't have a hard time keeping track of the things that I need, the things that make me comfortable. So as a result, they're kind of already pre-set up for failure in a lot of ways, right, uh, to do that. So what I end up having to do, like especially if I'm in like a close relationship with them, like it's like, hey, I need to go out of my way to communicate with them specifically what my needs are. The thing is Templars also don't have it to write things down or write down what the needs are because they'll forget. And then they'll end up pushing me away because they forgot. It's natural for them to forget because they're an expert censor. But they need to have the extroverted thinking or at least to write something out or at least care enough to write something down because my Effie child cares, like m- expects Templars to care about me enough. Like Templar women, for example, to care about me enough to actually bother to write my needs down so that they make sure that they don't forget what my needs actually are. So they do not violate the fact that they're not meeting my needs. They would be in effect stomping on my inferior function, just like you know an anti-inferior could be stomped, but I'm not going to respond with rage. I'm just going to respond with discluding them, uh, withdrawing my attention, not giving them the choice to be around me or have anything to do with me because I'll give that preference to somebody else who makes me more comfortable. I will give my attention to others who make me more comfortable. This is typical, normal experience for Introverted Sensing Inferior. Unless of course that Introverted Sensing Inferior has been abused, which sucks to be them because sometimes they have a hard time saying no and it's easy to obligate them. See, how to social engineer ENTPs, season 21, episode eight. Where that comes from watch that episode so you can get educated so this ends up presenting a problem a lot of problems you know sometimes si user si inferior doesn't even know what they need just as much as ni inferior doesn't even know what they want so you can oftentimes feel set up for failure anyway on that thing so if you're an SI inferior, you need to go out of your way to communicate. But if you're an SE user with an SI inferior, you need to go out of your way to communicate even more. One of the most annoying things in relationships that I have had to deal with, this goes for friendships too, not just sexual relationships. It's like INFJs, for example, in my life. And uh, i have to say also ESTPs. So the lust types, um, the lust types of the soul temple ESTPs and INFJs as these Templars, they really, really struggle um, because they don't ask questions. They don't want to find out. They actually kind of naturally expect you to provide them input and to give them that input on a silver platter. But I have expert thinking critic, I'm not really gonna be providing input And I need to feel wanted with my expert intuition hero, which means it's on them to actually come to me and ask me what I need. That makes me feel wanted. That is their responsibility. It is not my responsibility. Naturally, I could improve my relationship potentially. And by telling them how, yes, here's how you can meet my needs. But if they're not going to take the time to actually ask, and if they're just going to assume that it's supposed to be done a certain way, maybe because they're projecting ENFP on me or they're projecting ISTJ on me, who knows? Because that happens all the time. That projection is a huge problem. It's it's annoying. They need to learn how to understand me for me. And that starts by asking. And they have a hard time understanding because TE Critic and TE Trickster are very, the TE function is the function of understanding. So they have very low capacity to understand anyway. So maybe they should just at least use their TI to inquire and ask questions. But then they gotta go even further because like for example, if I am at least cognizant enough of myself to actually like use my Fi Trickster and explain how I feel in to coincide with what my needs are as an SI inferior. If I, if I have the presence of mind to do that, cause not every ENTP would, I have that because I am an unconscious developed, unconscious focused ENTP, UDUF according to my octogram, Okay. So because that's my, that's my nurture, I'm actually capable of using my Fi Trickster and actually far more capable to convey what my feelings actually are compared to, you know, other ENTPs out there, right? Because of that capability, like oftentimes I see INFJs and ESTPs, for example, in my life, like take that for granted. They often think that my feelings are exaggerated or my feelings are fake or they're hyperbole. Why? Well, because they're projecting ENFP and ISTJ onto me because they're the wrath types. And wrath types as part of the soul temple just happen to be the golden pair or the golden dyad of the lust type dyad of ESTP and INFJ types, right? So they're projecting wrath on me and wrathful types do exaggerate their feelings. They're all about grandstanding and exaggerating their feelings and hyperbole when it comes to their feelings, but not me. So they often assume that. And because of that assumption, because they're not asking questions and they're making that assumption, they're not meeting my needs, which causes my SI inferior to become stomped which makes me feel not wanted, which makes me then choose to disclude them and not give them options, not give them choices. I withdraw my attention. You see, this is how SI Inferiors work. Why am I saying this? How is this relevant to how much space do you give an SI Inferior? Look, SI Inferior really only claims to, quote, need space. If you, the extroverted sensor, are not doing a good enough job meeting their needs or making them feel comfortable. If you're not doing that, that's on you. That's actually on you, that's your fault. And as much as it would be my fault to not give my NiSe user woman, for example, that I'm in a relationship with, choices, right? But I can't be a doormat. If my SI inferior needs are not being taken care of, if I feel neglected or if I feel taken for granted, which is actually very common for SI inferior, it doesn't even matter if it's an ENTP, but also ENFP, because we value our own personal effort above everything else. Why? Because SI inferior is so sensitive that we oftentimes are trying to cope we oftentimes are trying to cope. Everything in life is about coping to us. We have to cope because the environment we're in, it just sucks all the time. at sensing demon, we, it just sucks. So we're trying to cope. And if you, the S- experted sensor, are not there to help us cope, then we're going to have to cope on our own. And that's when we're gonna claim that we need space to get away from you because you're not making us comfortable. We're saying, and that's literally what I just said, like, look, if you're not meeting our needs, if you're making us uncomfortable, if you're making us feel unsafe, if you're making us feel neglected, for example, or taken for granted, right? Or if you are being inconsiderate, which is probably the worst, worst thing that you could do to an SI inferior. If you're, if you're an inconsiderate lover, if you're an inconsiderate partner, if you're an inconsiderate uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, I don't care, if you're inconsiderate, Get out of my life. And that's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, I need space, which is just another way of saying, I'm taking your choice away. I'm withdrawing my attention. I'm getting away from you. So if you wanna prevent that outcome, you need to make sure you're taking care of my needs. You need to make sure that you're making me comfortable. You need to make sure that you're being considerate. You need to make sure that you're bothering to ask what my needs actually are. And sometimes I may not know, but you really need to use your extroverted sensing to be observative enough. I know it's hard for you people to be observative because you lack introverted sensing, because introverted sensing is more observative than an extroverted sensing. I used to think the other way around, but no, that's that's not the case. Because attention and attention span is attached to introverted sensing. I'm not asking you to have an attention span for every person in your life. I'm asking you to have an attention span for your lover. I'm asking you to have an attention span enough for the SI inferior to observe them enough and their patterns of behavior so that you instinctually or instinctively know how to meet their needs. If you can't do that, your relationship's gonna fall apart. Especially like if if you're dealing with like a an SI inferior man, if you're dealing with an SI inferior man, like this is how you cause them to just withdraw from you, and you're a woman, and they and the first woman that makes them more comfortable than you, she's gonna get the attention. What do you think is gonna happen? Or if it's an SI inferior woman, SI inferior, they are hardcore all about loyalty. But here's the thing, though, like if you're consistently failing, and their NE can see that you have a pattern of behavior. Where you're failing to be considerate, you're failing. Uh, you're being neglectful on a consistent basis, which means they have three to four different instances that are very close together. Maybe over the last week, maybe the last two weeks, maybe the last month, where you're treating them that way. First, first woman that comes along, she's gonna poach your man. She's gonna poach your SI inferior. You better watch out. Or if you're, or if it's, or if it's an SI inferior woman, her hypergamy is gonna get going. And it's like all because it's funny. I've I've watched Si inferior women with their hypergamy, and they're with alpha dudes. I have literally watched them go to betas, because the betas are actually better at meeting their Si inferior needs than the alpha men. I actually have a very close ISTP friend of mine, whose hoe of an ENFP wife, literally screwed two other dudes at church because he was so alpha that he became neglectful over her needs and she actually left him for beta males. This is actually one of my biggest uh, critiques of the red pill because the red pill really underscores the value of beta males and the beta side of a woman's hypergamy. All the men out there are being programmed to thinking that they gotta be just alpha and that's good enough and I'm like, no, you gotta do both at the same time. And no, I'm not saying be purple pill, that's crap. Purple pill to me is 50% alpha, 50% beta. That's wrong. Reality or proper red pill is 100% alpha, 100% beta simultaneously. You do not deny your own masculine idealism. That's what I think. That's. That's my interpretation. Because here's the thing, if you don't think that alphas don't get cheated on, yeah, they do. Because those alphas aren't taking care of them SI inferiors, you might want to watch out for that. That's a huge problem. Pay attention, folks. You really need to pay attention, okay? Look at the consequences of what's actually happening around you. So yeah, like, that's what happens. If an SI inferior is telling you they need space, it's because you have failed as an extroverted sensor. It's, it's it's really that simple, because there's really no reason for an SI inferior type to tell you that they need space. Because if you're doing your job, they don't need space. If you're try if you're bringing to the table, you should be bringing to the table in the in the context of your relationship. Then they'll always want to have you around. They'll be happy to shower you with their attention and their loyalty and all these amazing things. They will stick around even when you fail. But if you're constantly failing and failing in areas that negatively impact their SI inferior and you have a pattern, of, a pattern of behavior of three plus instances, they're gonna start withdrawing their attention. And then you're gonna to have to actually make up all, you're gonna to have to make up for the past failures on top of the potential future failures, because you're gonna start falling behind and you may not be able to catch up. Is that really how you wanna live your life? Do you really wanna take a risk doing that? Do you really wanna do that? No. Song of Solomon, chapter five, verse six. You actually get to see Solomon, who's an ENTP, King Solomon, with his ESTP wife and his ESTP wife was neglectful of him took him for granted. She literally refuses to have sex with him. And he's like, and she refuses him three times, multiple times, His any hero gave her multiple chances. She refused, He's knocking on her door, knocking on her door. She refuses. And then finally she's like, okay, yeah, fine, fine, I'll do it. She gets up out of bed and is gonna let him in, but he's not even there anymore. He's already moved on. His SI sign? is like, no, screw this, I'm out. And then all of a sudden, He's got a 1,000 woman harem. You know, that girl, his ESTP girl, you know, his, his desert flower, his Egyptian princess that he married, you know, she was supposed to be his soulmate, right? His little soulmate myth, right? There ain't no such thing as soulmates, as he learned. And boom, 1,000 woman harem. 700 wives, 300 concubines, or is it 300 wives and 700 concubines? I have no clue. That man had such a huge harem and like, what do you expect? Well, his needs were not being met and he was disrespected. She was inconsiderate. She neglected him. She took him for granted, okay? And he loved his ESTP. He loved his tomboy ESTP Egyptian princess so much. So much so that he went against all of his advisors and everyone in his nation um, and everyone close to him and alienated them because he loved her so much and his so-called queen treated him like that? Really? Don't be like her. I promise you, it won't go well. It won't go well for you, if you're a woman. I promise you. Anyway, folks, I think I've hammered and beat this dead horse enough, so thanks for watching and listening. I'll see you guys tonight on the Discord.